What we've got here is failure to communicate. Hang on to your hats, you devil dogs, because the master bebop blaster of all time is going to give you a soul injection. You're listening to We Are Better Than You with Dutch and Royce. Hi, everyone. Tuesday night, September 26, 2017. DNR here on MLR. I am JVW. Oh, God. My co-host, Royce L. What up? RL. Uh, Marie Lopez. Hello. Uh, Mitch Heil. Hello. Sherry Heil. Hello. And I think that's everybody for tonight. Is John still alive? Probably. I saw him doing some Superman punches in his gym the other day. So, so. yeah. So, I mean, I'm assuming he's alive and ki- punching. Not kicking, but punching. Well, also kicking, I guess. He was kicking, too. Uh, 954-573-2780 or morelikeradio.com slash live or youtube.com slash morelikeradio. Um, we're live on that front as well. Um, what did you guys do this weekend? What did we oh, do? I have, jump I have right into something. It. Please, go ahead, okay, Mitch. Okay. Um, so as you guys all know, um, my former <laughs> business partner and best friend David killed his family and himself many Wait, years when? ago. Yes. Spoiler alert. Yes. Um, he killed his family. I thought he just killed himself. No, he, no, he killed his family. Right. I thought about that. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, so probably about a year ago, there was someone making a documentary about it. Uh-huh. They heard the story and they were really into how he was a filmmaker and all this other stuff. So started making a, a documentary. And this is the same guy who it was produced by Werner Herzog, who is he did the Grizzly Man documentary. Mm-hmm. The one about I know the that guy that is, lived, yeah. Yeah, he lived with the grizzly bears until they killed him. Right. He was like, yeah. So the same guy that did that documentary did this one. So Interesting. Did they so, interview you at all? Yeah, they interviewed me. They interviewed a bunch of people that were involved with the movie, his family, all kinds of other stuff. Well, they had a screening uh, in town last week for it. Did you go? I did go, yeah. It was super weird. Like it's suit is like really well done, but it's really strange watching a documentary about your best friend who basically went nuts. And yeah. it's like you're just watching the the slow collapse of somebody, like progressing, and there's like a bunch of weird things, like, you know, at first it's like all everything's normal, things are fine, but start getting weirder and weirder with what he's saying what he's writing the way he's doing and he recorded everything like whether with was with, with his cell phone or with video he meaning your friend yeah Dave. Like, like david yeah. yeah and he like meticulously kept journals of everything for the longest time and it was really weird like some of the end shit that was there was he, there stuff that caught you off guard you're like i didn't realize yeah that was going on yeah like i i knew that he was like getting big into the conspiracy stuff but like one of the shots in there he was literally he was in his basement with a camera pointed at him he's sitting in full you know military garb and he has a you know a airsoft gun in his arm and he's watching alex jones just yelling i've been telling everyone that that's what i've been saying damn a bunch of weird weird stuff like that yeah so what was the purpose of the documentary? Just the, the Herzog just found this story fascinating. The fact that it took off in the conspiracy theory realm, 
people saying that, you know, the government was behind. Basically, well, Herzog was a producer of it. Is this other guy, Eric Nelson, who directed it. But okay. basically, uh, Eric is he's the guy that basically heard the story, seen everything on the news and like looked into it more because he saw like, you know, David was a very talented guy. What could have possibly caused all of this? When did they interview you? Uh, probably about a year ago. Sometime okay. around winter. Yeah. What's the name of the documentary? It's called A Gray State. Okay. Oh, God. That's not the Beard. way you expected the movie to come out, did you? All, I rem- I, it's just I remember just say, all those years <laughs> before the thing happened, before before the, the I thing happened, we were really joking about Gray State. Not to be dicks. We, you know, we were just being, well, we were, we're dicks, but to have fun. We'd be Gray State, everything. And then it's like when that happens and then you hear that the movie. Should we explain this a little bit to maybe some new listeners? Because right. that was going on years ago. So, Mitch, you want to explain what the concept of Gray State okay. was? So, Gray State, to use its whatever tagline that I think they went by, is like, it's a dystopian near future where the government has declared martial law and has taken over of normal civilians. And they're basically, it's basically a jizz fest of all conspiracy theories mixed into one where there's. But it was like a, it's a scripted, and, it's a scripted movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a. Fictional movie about like if if all these conspiracy theories were true kind and they all came it. together at one time kind of thing or no right. kind of that yeah kind of that and then it's about this one guy's or his, a group of characters attempts at overthrowing but um, you know fixing the problem the heroes to save the day but they don't really save the day you know it, kind of like a I guess any dystopian movie in the future where shit's gone bad and taken over and there's this uh, ragtag group of rebels trying to take fix everything or whatever but right so that's basically the gist of it but um royce is funny you said that because i had i said to someone else that was there like one of the people that was involved with it i'm like well i mean i guess he always wanted gray state to get big i i don't know if he envisioned this is how it would have happened but no, I don't think the that thing he is did. with people like there is like no. There's like a one percent of people that get your sense of humor, Mitch, and the rest of people <laughs> right. don't understand. The fact you're talking about this right now and you're giggling is just <laughs> because that's Mitch. That's how he is. And, I know. And it's like if you know Mitch, you understand that. But if you don't know him, you think this guy's gonna kill himself too. Like, well, I mean, it crazy. was at this point. It was like what three years ago, I think. Yes, two thousand four. Yeah. But you were joking about so. it right after it happened too. Well, that's how I cope with things. That's how I know, yeah. yeah, which is fine. Well, no here's the thing. Well, real quick though, like, what was your role in the Gray State movie? Not the the documentary. The yeah, movie yeah, okay. initially. Um, in the movie, I was basically because it was just three of us. It was me and David and this other guy, Danny. So we were the people behind it. So I did camera. I did props. I did makeup. I did lighting. I did. Uh, producing things. I did set design. I did all, I, you know, basically anything you could possibly do in a movie other than being the director are things that I had a hand in at one point or another. Okay. So, <clears throat> so how, are you, are you fairly prominently featured in this documentary? Um, not or prominently. Family? It's not, I'm not prominent in it. It's more of like, it's most because I don't know if you guys have seen it. There's an Amy Winehouse documentary. Yeah, we've seen it. It was about her. Yeah, yeah it was pretty the, good, actually. Yeah, yeah. The entire thing is was done with found footage aside from a couple interviews here and there. Right. It's the same idea because he had there was just so much shit on his computers and on his, you know, camp. He recorded everything. 
Oh, and okay. his and his family had no problem turning that over. Oh no, no, they gave oh. it. They they gave it all over because first of all, what are they going to do with it? And as second, as I guess it's kind of way to humanize him, mm-hmm. or you know, right. he, not just not say he was a monster, blah blah blah, evil guy, but try to. I don't know. The way I saw it was it's kind of a hopefully. It's like a wake up call if you have friends out there. They're starting to. Not necessarily getting, you know, the conspiracy stuff, but just in general, like if you see them descending or showing some of these same patterns or whatever, kind of like um, these are warning signs to possibly look out for Mm -hmm. or just, you know, I don't know. Yeah, there was another friend that was being interviewed in it who said David had told him I went into a dark place. Like if I ever do that again, like you need to wake me up and get me out of it. And he attempted that. And he's like, dude, you're like, this is going all wrong. And David's like, nope, like, I'm fine. Just stay out of it. Did you get that sense at all while it was going on? I mean, we didn't really we, we addressed what happened, but I don't think we really asked you about uh, like what you saw was going on right up until, well, you know, basically. So my involvement with that ended when to me, it was no longer financially viable to stay involved. And by that, I mean, I was like two months away from being homeless mm-hmm. because everything that we were working on, like we had a video production company, so we should be making commercials and shit like that to make money. That was our full time job at that point because we weren't in school anymore. Well, his whole focus was working on that one project. So there was no outside projects to bring in any revenue. Uh, right. OK. You know, so I'm like and then also because I said conspiracies are fucking stupid. I don't mesh with this whole movie, so I can't do it anymore. So I had gotten out of it at that point. And, you know, I had always known that, or not always known, but like when he would do his writing, especially for that one, he would like disappear for weeks at a time. So for me, not being involved in the project and him not talking for weeks at a time wasn't anything out of the ordinary for me. I mean, there was one point where I saw him where I gave him some stuff and he was looking really skinny. And he because he, he was always, a, you know, guy, he went to the gym and he was all pretty you know, muscular and stuff, pretty ripped. And then when I saw him, he was pretty skinny and he looked kind of shitty. But, you know, he said, oh, I've just been working really hard, whatever, blah, 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 stress. I'm like, OK, whatever. Yeah, maybe. So what kind of role did you play in this documentary? I'm um, in the doc. Well, because I think other than his family, I was, you know, a the person that knew him the longest because I, you know, we were went to high school together and then we joined the army together. So I gave the outside perspective of, you know, his early days, the army days, early video stuff before getting involved with Gray State and, you know, working on other projects and stuff like that. So I was more of the early stuff. There was some other people that were more of the, you know, the conspiracy theory type involvement type things they had. They had two, um, hardcore conspiracy theorists who still think that he was killed by the government in there and they were doing a Skype session back and forth and all the filmmaker did was let them talk to each other over Skype and show how fucking stupid they are he didn't even have to say anything to them or wow. I think it was pretty funny should we watch the trailer um, I don't know if there's a trailer yeah no uh, should sure, sure you put it in the uh, chat room oh it's a trailer for the original Grace Day oh, when he was Oh, the original that. one. Oh, okay. No, I, I, I don't think that I, I don't think there's a trailer for this one. I know that it's um, 
there was a screening here in town last week, and then in uh, like a month or so, there's the Twin Cities International Film Festival. It's going to be screening there. Um, I don't know where else it's going to be screening, but it's it is going to get played on A and E. Oh wow! Some, wow! It's, it was a basically they set up a some kind of deal with A and E documentary A and E Films, and it's going to get. Basically, that's their distribution platform for it. Wow. So. Okay. And I heard it's supposed to be in select theaters around Minnesota. I don't know if it's supposed to be in select yeah, theaters around know. the country, but. But I do want to, uh, when I get more details on when it's going to be on TV or in the theaters or whatever, I want to get the director on and on the show and have yeah. him kind of give his his perspective on it. Right. Yeah, that'd be right. awesome. Would you say yeah, that? No, that... <clears throat> I'm sorry. Would you say that in watching the documentary that it was well done? Oh, very, extremely well done. I thought. I thought you it think was, anything was like taken out of context or things that was like, eh? No, he he kind of missed on that. No, I don't think so because, like, the family was pretty heavily involved. Like every step of the way, like they wanted to make sure that everything that was shown was okay with the family. So I mean, it, it was done as respectfully as it could be done when you're right. talking about someone that murdered his family and then killed himself, I guess. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so. Mm. Well, so, I mean, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, real quick, I, um, so how long after you had left the project before he killed his family and himself? Um, probably six months. Wow, okay. Something like that. Mm. And he almost like, from what, from I don't, totally understand what happened but like he almost made it when he went to hollywood to pitch his film like they interviewed the people that he pitched it to also and they're like yeah we were kind of totally on board with it but i think i don't know exactly what happened but i don't think david was on board with what he would have to give up as far as creative creative input being the director i don't know exactly what happened but because for he whatever thought Hollywood reason, was going to get to control it, and then yeah, they were going to lose something the message. Like that. I don't and, know. Yeah. yeah. So. I do want to just kind of get your opinion on something too, Mitch. About they kind of brought up that like maybe they were, like, they were being haunted, and that there it could have been like a mutual agreement to have this whole thing happen. What do you think about that? Right. So, right. Um, during the, you know, they. Basically, they were living, him and his wife were kind of living in this weird world. I don't know exactly how much she was involved with conspiracies or, or, conspiracies or how much she believed in it. But like that was David's world and everything that he lived in and revolved around. So obviously it's going to sneak into your personal life. Well, at some point. Well, wait, I'm going to cut you off quick. To the point where like there was a couple clip, clips of their like four or five-year-old daughter talking about like, oh, killing babies, bloody, like it was totally normal. And uh, yeah, it was yeah, um, kind of weird, bad things. What, what, but a couple uh, questions. When does the movie come out? I don't know. Okay. Second question. Can we get, can, is there, seriously, can, can we, is there a way we get a cop, advanced copy and see it? Because I would love to see that movie before we I don't, interview the guy. I don't know because... Um, I'm only going to put it on Pirate Bay. It's not a big deal. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, just give it um, to me and let me do it. <laughs> right. One of the guys who helped make it, he called me the day after and was just talking to him. And he's like, hey, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
Do you want? I could probably give this you a copy of this, although I don't know what I can give you. I think there's some kind of like NDA shit on it that mm-hmm. I can't. So I don't know what I can do. So I don't think I can get a copy of it yet. I will eventually. Okay. Yeah. But I think it. I think they need to work out the distribution and probably it needs to screen so many places, whatever, blah blah blah. First. Before they figure out where they want to place it on any schedule rotation. Something like, yeah, yeah, something like that. Whether it tests so, well. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, back to the demon thing so basically they were kind of so paranoid that his wife is like i felt something or i heard someone talking to me and then like there was no one there and then she basically had a kind of a breakdown and was crying and like saying blah 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 i i feel like i'm not in my body anymore i feel like this is not right i'm here but i'm not here that type of thing this what, is, was, uh, it's what, called, this, what did they this, say she was? This, Rampage? This is no, disassociation, uh, like she felt outside of her body. And I, yeah, like, kind of like that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So David called that, said that his wife got raptured. That's what it was. That's what he called. He called it, said she got raptured. And he wrote in his journal, like, she got raptured today, but she's still here. And then, huh. you know, really weird shit. So they both were into this weirdness. I don't, though. see, that's the thing. I don't know... Oh my God! I'm reading the comments. I'm reading the comments underneath the trailer that you posted, Cherry. Holy shit! This is some fucking Alex Jones. No, even worse, some really like dark web level conspiracy shit in the comments, man. Oh yeah, yeah it's I'm not gonna, good. I'm gonna read one of them, just just so you understand the the people we're dealing with. He's almost five thousand comments here. Yeah, five thousand comments and two point seven million views. The Zionists that print our money, this is, by the way, Gorchula Joe, uh, he's a partner verified, apparently. The Zionists that print our money and run everything in our country now, they whacked him for telling the truth, even going so as far as including the Illuminati pyramid as a U.S. government logo of our arms RFID chips and the one right that they're probably pissed pissed the Jews off enough for them to tell their U.S. government lapdogs to whack them. FYI, if you don't know the Jews... The Jewish mafia is behind all of this shit with Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> then you're fucking ignorant. Research. Uh, research hold on. With read the more. Jesuits, yeah. Jesuits, sorry. Read more. <laughs> research this fact. The president does not matter. They do what the Jew bankers say or they get shot like Lincoln and Kennedy. Wow. <clears throat> that's a number two comment. Yeah, uh, that's, you know, there's, there's two sides of the story. There's people like... Yeah, he um, there was money problems. There was, you know, bad world that he was living in. And he kind of snapped and killed his family. And the other side is the Jews did it or the government did it or the Zion. You know, are you seeing the responses to that one comment? Dude, yeah, it's crazy. I'm, I'm sure it's, reading I'm sure just it's the responses. 50, 50, 50, 50, 50 against. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, was, um, the pyramid was an ancient Christian symbol in the 13th century. The symbol itself is an evil. The Freemasons aren't evil, but the world bankers are. Man, that's intense. Jesus. So anyway, this is what or happens Jesuits when you Google my whatever. name now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just, I was just, this is yeah. the thing. Just reading this. I'm just reading. There's so many like replies and comments to comments and then comments to the other comments. It's just a never ending thread. Just search for Gray State official concept trailer if you want to read these comments. I mean, <clears throat> I, I'm, million af- views. I'm afraid to read too many of them for YouTube will kick it down. I mean, it gets pretty dark, dude. It gets yeah. dark. Some of these are fucking brutal. 
I remember when this first trailer first came out and how cool it looked, and we were like, "Hey, that's awesome!" And I know, and we oof. thought, and see, there was a point, and another point that I got out of it was like, or that took me out of the whole project or whatever was like, you know, I wanted to do the movie, I wanted to work on a movie, and he's like, "Oh, we're also going to do a TV show, and we're also going to do a documentary about the real life things." And we're also going to have an interactive app video game thing. And we're also going to have a Gray State workout DVD. That's when I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, that a workout thing? No. Spaceballs the cereal. Fucking... Spaceballs the cartoon. Yes. It was like that. I'm like, let's focus on one thing. <laughs> and then he fo- chose to focus on the, the real life documentary thing instead. I'm like, okay. Mm. Frozen Nation's so. got a good point. So if this becomes a biographical movie, who's going to play Mitch? And I say, easily, John Sanzari. He's the best actor we know. <laughs> I was hoping for James Franco. I wanted Bradley Cooper. Yeah, good luck, faggot. The coop? <laughs> You're not going to... By the way, get... speaking of faggot, like, it took like four, <laughs> at, four comments in of people responding to the other guy before somebody called somebody a faggot. That's, it's the internet, man. It's the That's internet. Pretty good. It's the greatest. The internet fucking rules. Man, forget YouTube holes. You you get in comment holes where you'll just be reading yeah. comments for an hour and you're like, What's what am I doing with my life? <laughs> and some troll came on here and said, Time to accept Jesus, folks, before time is up. Evil is rising and the only way to, to for your forever peace is to think sense, not short term, but accept Jesus in your heart. One hundred and fifty seven replies to that one comment. Oh yeah, you know they weren't gonna leave and that it's alone. Just Everyone knows that the you're a faggot. (laughs) Everyone knows that the pagans were actually like the original religion, and blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Oh, shut up! I'm so tired of it. Christ! Look at all this. This is just, just the pure insanity going on on this trailer. Comment section. Crazy. I've never wanted to see a documentary more. I really need to see yes, this Yes, I want to see it now. By the way, Mitch, it's really, I'm not... well, go- it's really well done. I highly recommend you watch it. Even now, this might... I got a question. I, well, Dutch, hold on. I got a question, and I don't want to be insensitive, but I'm going to ask it anyway. If you got less than five Dutch and Royce plugs in there, I will fire you and kill you. So, I mean, I'm just letting <laughs> you know. Should I just hang up now, then? Hey! <laughs> hey! No, you um, will not. I will kill you. So, on air. if you're gonna kill Mitch, I love you, but you're uninvited. Oh, we'll kill him after we <laughs> to go. My house. We'll kill him oh, after okay. we go. Perfect. <laughs> Marshall. God, every time I think about that whole story and about that, because I mean, everybody's lost somebody, but like that, losing one of your best friends that way, yeah, is just right. fucking. How do you? Feel about it this many years later, and then rewatching it this weekend, like kind of reliving everything as it went on. Well, or did you relive it? Were you able to like compartmentalize it? Because I know you like to do that. No, I I dealt with it. I there was a couple parts that kind of got me. It was, but it was more. It was things that weren't. It, oh, Jesus Christ! So the only part that really got to me that kind of made me, you know, tear up was. It kicked into old airsoft videos that we did, you know, Jesus Christ, at this point, like 18 years ago, wow. you know, and these videos kicked in and the music kicked in and I knew exactly what it was. I'm like, the nostalgia hit me and I'm like, oh, this is really sad. His dad was made just me you lose guys it having a fun? times. Yeah, yeah, just us making fun. This was our first times, you know, experimenting with movies and, you know, filmmaking and stuff like that. It was like, you know, mm. it really was sad sorry right. and then i'm looking at 
this screenshot that Royce has it uh, paused on, mm-hmm. and I I made that um, that graphic that's on there, mm-hmm. and I see that the martial law thing is inside or it's outside of the red box and it's creeping into the gray box on the left, <laughs> and I'm really mad at myself. You're mad at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I should have done better. <laughs> oh, I see it now. Oh, I, I see it now too. Wow, you are a failure. <laughs> of, course, of course, you pick that out. <laughs> Good thing the movie didn't come out. Right. <laughs> I mean, not how, why. It's, you know what I meant. Yes. Uh, was that the only thing that you guys did this weekend? Or well, nothing's going to top that. I don't know. Them going oh, we, hunting. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we did other things too. Um, I went hunting and tried to kill things. Did you yeah, kill Sherry, anything? Sherry went hunting. Um, we made. What, did we make spaghetti sauce or we made? I thought oh, you were about to say made, made love. I honestly no. thought you were about to say that. we made well, pizza I mean, we sauce did. and we, stewed tomatoes. And stew to, we made pizza sauce and stewed tomatoes. See, that's the Mitch and Sherry I know and love. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there did it is. That tried to hunt and kill things, and then we just cleaned our house for the upcoming reckoning. Right, you guys are foraging for winter. Yeah. Makes sense. Oh, real quick. I know you're trying to move on, but how many people were in the theater? Um, The people I sat with picked the worst seats in the possible theater because they were like, hey, let's sit in the front row. (laughs) People people will recognize you. You're in the movie, bro. I didn't want to be recognized. but um, (laughs) Did anybody recognize you? Say, hey, Um, you were that guy. Not, no. Nobody outside of people I already knew. How did you dress for this movie? I mean, they, I mean, they might have. But. How did you dress for this movie? Good career? question. I'm really uh, so curious. Jeans and a button-up shirt. Basically I convinced the, him to get a haircut. The exact same thing I wear to work every day. Was there a red carpet? No. Was there a gray carpet? That's a good yeah, question. It was concrete. It was concrete. It was at the well. most hipster possible museum in Minneapolis. Was it, yeah, it was at a modern art museum. Was that at a FEMA camp? Museum. Oh, weird. <laughs> it wasn't in a FEMA camp. That sounds fancy. Might as well have been. I'd rather be in a FEMA camp than the fucking Walker Art Center. You, you know, you should be in a FEMA Texas. camp because that M really is touching that logo. Out of I know, camera. right? I'm, I'm so mad. So He's mad just going to leave it up, too. And oh, even yeah. the D is <laughs> oh, the D yeah. is encroaching on it, too. Yeah. Roy, Royce is the king of freeze framing at an awkward moment. I'm really good <laughs> at it. I'm so good at it. <laughs> Wow, I, now that's all I could notice is how bad you are right? at things. You notice? Yeah, yeah I know. Um, I'm, I, don't I don't even... Know. They, they shouldn't have even invited you to the movie. I mean, that, I mean now that I what saw think, this... Like 200 people? More than that? I'd say at least 200. Yeah. Was there like a Q&A after? Yeah, the direct... There was the director. There was the guy was joining via Skype. He was the guy that, that wrote that, um, that New Yorker article about it. Okay. So he was running via Skype, and then there was Tom Lydon, who was a the local Fox anchor, because he had a small part in the movie too, because he did all of like the investigating, the investigating, and the actual live coverage of different uh-huh. stuff on TV. Mm. So those three did the Q and A. Did you raise your hand and go, "Why wasn't he in the movie more?" <laughs> there actually is a director's cut that features Mitch a lot more because, yeah. um. The director said he wanted to use most of Mitch, a lot of Mitch's footage, but he felt like he should maybe use more of the family. Oh, okay. It was that, and also it was like, there was a lot of talk about my our other business that we had, which was our prop rental company, but we're like, from this 
part of the documentary, you know, for this version of it, you could cut it out and not lose any of the story because it really wasn't pertinent to like right. what spiraled everything down. Right. So in the director's cut, I guess it's more about that company and I'm have featured in it more, which is good because apparently I killed the interview. If, if that's a good <laughs> word to use. No. <laughs> But you know what? You're welcome, by the way. That's because we taught you how to do radio. So you know what? I will take the thank you. Well, no. See, I was already used to. I will take the thank you. No. Give Royce the thank you. I already had a couple. Sherry, can you just thank me for him, please? Thank you, Royce. That's even better. See, because she sounds better than you. (laughs) Ha ha, Mitch, asshole. Um, (laughs) Well. I mean, I, I I would like to get the director on and talk to him. That that would be. Yeah, I just got to wait until, you know, once it gets, gets closer to distribution time where he can actually plug it and push it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if he does it now, people are just going to forget. I never forget like, if 9-11's taught me anything. Those towers. What do, was that? They, to not forget? Not forget. Towers yield. Oh. Just like, is that what they melt, melt for? Well. Did you see, and we talked about it a little bit on uh, uh, the Revenge of This Show, but we talked about it more because I wanted to talk about Mitron. Did you guys, Dutch, did you see that dude from West Point? The one that was, uh, had, a, when he, uh, had the... Uh, oh, Alejandro Villanueva. No, 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 no. We're not talking about that. The, the dude from West Point. Jose Romero's. Close. Jose Canseco. Close. Jose, yes. <laughs> this dude. From West Point. West Point responds to tweets of cadet with Che Guevara under his uniform. And he was... What are you doing, man? Hold on. It's more. He was also holding a hat that said communism will win. West Point. Is he being... Is he joking? No, 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 no. He he actually has a blog on Medium where he's completely a communist. And he went to West Point? West Point. How? What? How do you go to the army university? Yeah, the army university, and and have those kind of thoughts. Well, I mean, have you seen the current political climate? It's very possible now. But well, how I mean, does he's he been get in? in? There for a while, though, he, he graduated, right? Uh, West Point cadet tweets Kaepernick support, and then communism will win. Uh, the U.S. Military Academy strives to develop leaders. Anyway, so when the nation has dealt with the take a knee syndrome. Uh, oh my God. Yeah, so this guy, uh, his his name on uh, taking it and he was about. <laughs> hold on, his name on Twitter was Kami is Kami Bebop. Kami Bebop. Yeah, the former San Francisco. Well, but we know what happened. But anyway, yeah, he was wearing the Che Guevara shirt. Which, by the way, the guy was a murdering piece of shit. Stop fucking pretend, fucking turning him to hipsters. You know nothing about nothing about it. May as well be wearing Castro and Hitler shirts. It's just like, you know, remember when Kaepernick wore the Castro shirt? Yeah. I remember. Yeah. So, you know, again, this is what happens. Listen, I don't care if you want to express yourself. But Mitch, what are the rules about this in the military? Well, I'll tell you, first of all, um, what he's doing right now in this picture with his Che Guevara shirt, that is violating the uh, dress codes for the uniform for the military. Basically, it's, you know, your uniform is, you know, what pants you're going to wear, what shirt you're going to wear, how it's tucked in, how everything is, whatever. I'm pretty sure it doesn't say um, wear whatever shirt shirts. you want. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it didn't say Che Guevara T-shirts are OK. I don't you, T-shirts are not OK. It's, you know, it's probably in that uniform. It's probably a white T-shirt. 
is what is the accepted undershirt. So all of that stuff I saw. And basically, when you're in the military, you are not allowed to take sides in any political campaign, any political party. You cannot make any political statements or do anything like that. I, it doesn't okay. matter if it's for Republicans, <laughs> Democrats, communists. You can you can't you couldn't even be you couldn't even say Trump is a good president and go to a Trump rally in uniform because that is the army is not about that. The army is only there for defense of the country regardless of I have a question power, though. That stuff. Here here's the thing is that okay, so in Colorado Springs the Air Force Academy is here. And so yes. and West Point is basically the academy for for army and then you got the you know, the Naval yeah. Academy. When you go to those schools, are these schools that are just run by those branches of military? Or when you get accepted and go to these schools, you were now part of the military. I don't know how this works. No, Maybe it's no, it's West Point is an army specific one. I'm sure I don't know. I don't know Does what that the mean. You're in the army, though. Yes. Well, are you just going to an academy that's run by the army? No, you're going to be in the army. Like you go to West Point to become an army or to be an officer in the U.S. Army. Right. The U.S. Military believe, Academy. I, yeah, was, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's how they work. I can't be totally positive. He's a but second lieutenant. If, he's a second lieutenant. You, so he's in yeah, the military. He's in the up, army. But scroll up real quick, Royce. Yeah. To the full size picture. So you can see on the on his left hand side, our right hand side, he has a he has a combat infantry badge. Mm -hmm. He has an airborne badge and he has an air assault badge. So that means that he's prior service. So he was enlisted. So he was, you know, in the army already. Already. And then, and then he, uh, yeah, as, okay. a, as an enlisted person. Well, there you go. OK. West Point to become an officer. Well, that he's, answers my question. Thank you. Good eye, by the way. He's a second yeah. lieutenant. Right now he is. Yeah, yeah, when you when you are an officer, that's the lowest rank, second lieutenant. And he has articles on Medium where he's super political, and the communism will win. And then he has another picture of him. It's not on here, but I'll find Who's it. Who's taking these pictures? Some, I don't know. I, oh, here I want to. While you're finding that picture, Royce, I want to go back to what I was saying, where you cannot, you know, go to rallies or promote any political party or whatever. It's very clear in the. Uniform Code of Military Justice, if you break these rules, like the maximum punishment is a dishonorable discharge, two years in jail and a forfeiture of all, you know, pay and benefits that you've received mm -hmm. up to a certain point. So, like, if this dude, I'm, well, I'm going to say when this dude is convicted, because and I don't I don't think they're going to go light on this guy for all of this. Yeah, because that seems pretty egregious. I mean, going. it's one thing to, you know, make an oopsie fucking look what I did post on Twitter, but to be writing blogs on Medium and to be actively promoting the Communist Party and all of this other shit, they're not going to take it light on this guy, and everyone is out for blood, basically, with mm -hmm. him. So, what could happen is if, if he gets dishonorably discharged, goes to jail, he's going to have to pay the Army back for his schooling at West Point, basically. Ooh. So, it's going to put him, not only is he out of the Army and all of that shit, he's going to be in debt for you know, tens of thousands of dollars for schooling or hundreds of thousands of dollars of schooling, whatever it is. Wow. So he is not in a good position. I'm just going to Yeah, say. well, here's the thing is that, like, I'm sure people who probably know nothing about military, you know, the people from California mainly, right. will say things like, well, it's freedom of speech. You should be able to have that. It's not, But though. you kind of for forfeit that when you join the ranks of the military, right? Yeah, you do. No, you don't have. You do not have freedom of speech when you're in the military. Right, because if Unless you want freedom of speech, then like, leave. Right. But the like the only time you can like do
do that like is if your commander is fucking killing people and ordering you to kill people but not just with you know code of conduct right. and oh yeah and shit. Aside like you can't from like if someone's just, that's what yeah. i mean like that's the only time that you can s- disobey orders and whatever you know that type of thing is if it's breaking the law in this case you know this guy is using all of this for political gain and political movements and shit like that so he has no mind you he's a white advantage. kid can i point out the fucking phoniest phoniness of the media newsweek which is a liberal site a West Point grad wrote, communism will win in his cap, and now conservatives want him dead. Um, uh, so they're, they're blaming conservatives for losing their mind. Hey, this isn't a conservative or a liberal issue. You should be this really... This is an army issue, yeah. Yeah, the, you should be really pissed that any branch of the military is showing any sort of political affiliation because what happens when they start doing it for Nazis? Are you going to defend them that way? Are you going to say, oh, that's his free speech? You're not, right? Okay, then shut the fuck up. We well, can't because have- look at it this way. If the okay, so the army generally sways uh, sways Republican, right? So if the army oh or no the military, shit, you mean the people that whatever. actually put the money where their mouth is? Those people? Yeah. That's crazy. So so they sway Republican. <laughs> now if they start, you know, promoting the Republican Party and doing you know mm-hmm. rallies and shit like that, okay, now we have a Democratic president. Okay, well. Yes, well, we're the military. We're not going to follow you because you're a Democrat. We're on the Republican side. Uh, no, they follow breaking the news. country. Breaking news. Regardless. Of, okay. Sorry. It's, it's about this. Shit, shit, shit. I didn't have it pulled up. The Army is now opening an investigation into the West Point grad for promoting communism. Hey, here we go. So they <laughs> are own, be, opening an investigation. Yes. I think this is going to be a quick story. <laughs> it's going to be a yeah. quick turnaround on this dude. Veteran. Because they can't go light on him. They, like you were saying, they have to go hard because with the you know thousands and thousands of, of you know military out there, you got to make an example of a piece of shit like this. Veterans right. for Kaepernick is the hashtag he did when he posted this. Now here's the thing: that veteran, and then people are saying, "Well, Kaepernick wasn't taking a knee for communism." I'm like, "Well, maybe not." But Kaepernick did wear a shirt for Fidel Castro, so you know. Well, here's here's a here's the problem with all of this nonsense, with all the kneeling and it's retarded Trump coming out the other it's day. It's fucking retarded. Well, it's dumb, but it's the the original point of okay, can we stop police brutality against blacks? That was the original message, and now it's gone off in like so many different directions where it's just. It's just a swill of awfulness that's happening now. The original is not a bad message. I mean, it's we not. Don't want police but now, we, but they, but it, that's what Kaepernick was doing. Now, granted, <laughs> he probably wasn't the the greatest, you know, poster child uh, for black rights because he was raised by a white family. He got adopted when he was two. Uh, you know, he, he uh, by the way, a rich white family. So, and him coming out doing that, wearing a Castro shirt, like you were saying, basically pissing off all of South Florida, um, and. And uh, coming out with those pig socks of like pigs being killed, and and then when people asked him about you know the pig, oh yeah, it's about cops. Like he straight up just said it. Mm-hmm. He, he wasn't the greatest poster child. What's happened now is that what's going on with like you know uh, Malcolm Jenkins and all these other NFL players, they're trying to basically say, look, there's black inequality, and it's and we want to address that. But then you get into the side of the conversation of okay, all right, we get it. You did it during the anthem to bring attention to this issue. Now where do we go from here? We'll just have more people kneel. Okay, well, now you're pissing off the people who are, like, super patriotic. Well, now we're going to keep kneeling. But 
the message is this, and the people who are watching you kneel are going, no, your message isn't that anymore. Now you're just trying to get attention. It's just become this whole nonsense. Well, here's the thing, and let's be honest. They're, they're doing exactly, and he, listen, it's just because we're not stupid. I mean, I know you guys all see it. They're, Trump right now is playing reverse Simon Says with them. Whatever he says don't do, they do it. And he's laughing because here's what he did. And Mersh brought this up, and I didn't realize it, but this is a very good point. Because the Republicans are starting to give Trump shit because he sided with Schumer and he was working with Schumer and Pelosi for that DACA thing. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, you sold this out. Then he was like, well, what's the way to get Republicans back on my side? All them taking a knee are a bunch of communists. You know? And then immediately, <laughs> then that everyone forgets that he's working with them and then everyone's back on his side because it's America. You oh, know I what thought, I mean? I thought people were blaming... Now, by the way, go ahead. I thought America people known were... for his long attention span. Yeah. I thought people were blaming Trump for the take a knee thing to distract us from Puerto Rico not having power That's for six months. That's the other thing. Months. Everyone give, is giving Trump like, whoa, Trump not going to Puerto Rico fast enough. Now he said he's going to go on Tuesday. But then when Trump was supposed to go to Houston, he went to Houston. They were, remember, we played it on the show. The media was like, well, Trump went to Houston too fast. That's going to take up resources. Like, motherfuckers, like, at least be consistent. Which with is it? Yeah. Yeah, be consistent with your horse shit. It's like, if he goes too soon, he's an asshole. If he waits a week, he's an asshole. It's like, well, it's like I, I, it's like I told you yeah. or, like before. It was like anything Trump does wrong or anything that's bad is Trump's fault. Anything that's good, while it's still Obama's fiscal year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's just weird. Like, well, the same thing happened in Obama's presidency and Clinton's presidency. They always blame it on the former president. That's yeah. nothing new. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but, you know, my personal opinion is is that, like I said it before. So wait, so Puerto Rico's going to be about power for six months? That's what they're estimating now. Yeah, it's Puerto per- Rico is in terrible shape. It's not. Yeah, terrible. that hurricane, what was it, Maria? Well, they got hit twice. They got hit twice, by, in, like, by, back to back. Yeah, they got hit Maria by Maria was more Irma. of a direct hit, right? Maria was a complete direct hit. Irma, uh, it got outer bands, but the eye did not go uh-huh. over... Uh, the main island of Puerto Rico, right. but Maria cut straight through the middle Maria, as Maria. a Category 4. So they had a Category 5 followed by a Category 4 in like a two-week frame. They're destroyed. Their infrastructure yeah. is destroyed. Their power is destroyed. They don't have food or water. They've been bankrupt water. for a while now. They have been bankrupt for a while. Like The power c- grids were were already in shambles as it was because their power companies didn't have money to just do basic repairs. It's not looking good for them at all. Yeah, Miami Move has a good point. My boss says you have six months to blame the last guy. After that, it's like, I, I like that. I, li- I, like, I, like, I like that you because... Get, you, yeah, you get that buffer period. Yeah, I like... So, you know what? I like that thought process. I, I will give somebody six months. After six months, after that, now it's you, you know? So, Enough. Marie, what you're saying is Puerto Rico is fucked and their, their infrastructure is fucked. Does that mean... Cheap land values in Puerto Rico. Is this an investment opportunity? No, here's Ooh. the thing, and I'm gonna here's the, as a Hispanic Jim as, Cramer type shit. As a yeah. as a Hispanic and as a Cuban, I'm gonna help you out here. Um, Puerto Rico, there's gonna be a lot of land opportunity. You're right, but here's the thing: Puerto Rico's wonderful, except for all the Puerto Ricans, and and then <laughs> that's the issues you have to deal with. That I love. What I made Asians and Hispanics for that reason. That they love shitting on each other. Oh, we shit on each other <laughs> all the time. It's wonderful. It's just, you don't see that with white people. That's one thing. You don't see, you know, Irishmen really shitting on Dutch people really shit. You know what I mean? At least not in America. You they know what I mean? They stole like, our flag. 
They stole the Cuban flag. They just took our flag and reversed it. You motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, they did, the you motherfuckers. <laughs> Sorry. I made a very funny but very terrible and shitty joke to one of my coworkers. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny at least. Because this was right <laughs> when the probably hurricane mean hit Puerto and dry. Rico. Whatever. And they're like, blah, blah, blah. You know, the hurricane just hit Puerto Rico and they're all out of power and everything like that. I'm like, oh, the hurricane hit New York? And... <laughs> Uh, like, I get it because no, there's a lot of Puerto <laughs> Ricans in New York, and I had to explain it to him. Oh, like, that makes jokes so much funnier. I know. I'm like, oh, this is great. I have to tell you, that there's a lot of Puerto Ricans in New York. Then, well, great. but yeah, you're in Minnesota. Do you think that guy would have known? <laughs> he should have. He's fucking like fifty something. He's been around a while. He really should have known better. <laughs> That's on him. It's his fault for not getting my funny joke. Yeah, it's his he, fault. He doesn't get a lot of my funny jokes though. But what's your guys' take? Do you think? Do you think? Do you get mad that people are taking knees? Or my, my, my or, or what do you? What do you? What? How about you, Mitch? You you serve. What, what's your? Yeah. I know you don't give a shit about sports, but still, like, what's your take on it? Well, even if it wasn't sports, if it was something else, I still wouldn't care if they're kneeling. You know, whatever, because they have the right to do that. It is a freedom of speech, right? You know, issue. They can do that, but at the same time, I also have the freedom to say you're a dipshit, and I don't care what you're doing. Because what you're, you know, you're taking a knee for all these things, but you're not actually doing anything. Exactly. It's kind of like it's a more public way of putting a flag over your profile picture on Facebook. Yeah. Like I support this cause by kneeling, but it's not actually going to change anything or do anything. They're not out in the streets or they're not working with municipalities and police departments and shit to, you know, fix this issue. Or they're not working with their community to say, hey. Why are we all getting arrested? What are we doing? What can we do different? What can the police department? You know, they're not doing that. They're just like, okay, big public publicity stunt. National. Now, granted, there are a few. There are a few guys who are, especially guys like Anquan Bolden, Malcolm Jenkins. Oh no, no, um, no! I'm not saying that the people aren't doing that. Also, but I. But you're saying the majority of them probably aren't going to do anything about it. What did you think about what's his face doing stretches instead of kneeling? That was a cunt move. Uh, for the Bills. Uh, God damn it. Uh. I, if, I thought you would have seen it. If we're gonna he do, was stretching? If yeah, dude, it was dick move. Can, can, <laughs> I, can I ask a question? Yeah. If we're going to talk sports, can you put some cat videos well, up? Well, I have to put the video. Oh, over. right. Yeah, we forgot about that. Can Sorry. you do your song that you do? Well, LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy was sports, stretching. Sports, 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 sports. I didn't know he was. Here's my opinion on this issue, not being a fan of the NFL and not being a fan of organized anything that doesn't have a purpose to it. I hope that everyone that takes a knee is 100% causing the NFL to lose viewerships and thereby imploding their own platform. Why do you hate the NFL so much? Boring. It's really boring, and it takes up all the sun. Boring. Here, it, it takes this, up all the Sundays. Lives are boring. Here's the Sean McCoy stretch. I have an exciting life. I made I made pizza sauce over the weekend. Shut up. Of course you did. Yes. So it's one thing to take a knee, but now he's being a dick, and he's not even doing football stretches. He's doing like fucking. Pilates stretching. Can I can I ask why are they taking a knee? Is is it a take a knee to c- 
complain about Donald Trump? Is it taking a knee to complain about Both. the current well, situation? Well, here's, here's what happened. They were taking a knee specifically for this. Taking for the, it to the knee. For they were taking the knee specifically for the 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 Black Lives Matter. Hands up, don't shoot. They all started with Ferguson and it's Kaepernick. It's still Black and all that. Lives Matter. However. Now they're taking the knee because Trump said people that take the knee should get fired, and because should every be fired because yes. everybody. And by the way, Trump shouldn't have said that. But yeah, I, because hold on, let me finish exercising your free speech. Yeah. I know Trump shouldn't have said that. The, of course not. However, that being said, the other side is children too, because they're like, oh yeah, well if you told us now we're not going to do it. Now we're going to do it because you told us not to, and it's like. Ugh, you're all children. You're all fucking children. Eh, I wouldn't go that far with it. I think I they do. have a legitimate I'm going that point far here. with it. No, no, they don't. They don't have a legitimate point. With They're racial fucking... inequality? No, that excuse me. Let's talk about racial inequality. I'll pull up the stats. Do you want to know how many white people kill black people versus black people kill black people? Do you want to talk about that? Because if oh, they no, really no, no, kill no, 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 I care. Oh, I said did another no, no, thing. Yeah. Um no 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 no. <laughs> Wait, how are we on opposite sides of this? I'm always the one defending cops, and you're the one always defending the other way around. How well, are we on the be, because, side? because I I hate phonies. I hate people. Here, let me explain why. I hate I hate an organization that's filled with people that punch women in elevators, rape people in bathrooms. Ben Roethlisberger uh, allegedly blow their hands off with fireworks, have CTE, and then kill that's people. The Hold on. And I hate people like that. Talking down to me and telling me that the country has fucking problems. Hey, I get to tell you what. Go take an E in fucking Compton or Chicago if you really care about black lives. Hey, remember, That's fucking horseshit and that hypocrisy. Because they're not doing because they care about black people. They're fucking doing because they want to piss off Trump. They're fucking babies. Because again... I think a good chunk of them this weekend were doing it because of the Trump thing, yeah. That's my point. Go ahead. Remember when Ray Lewis allegedly killed a guy? Yeah, Ray Lewis fucking allegedly killed somebody, but then he takes the knee with the Ravens. No, 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 you're right, you're Right. There's not hypocrisy remember in the NFL. When, remember when Big Ben was accused of raping a bitch? No, no, but there's no hypocrisy in the NFL. No, he didn't. No, you're right. At, according to her, he did. According to her, yeah, he according did. According to her, and she was a liar. And that's why he why is she a liar? prosecuted by anything. Well, now, now Dutch defense rapist. I said accused. I don't know if it's true or not, but he it, was it accused never of it. Was true. OJ Simpson that killed somebody. Aaron Hernandez killed somebody. Hold true. on. Aaron Hernandez killed somebody. Now, now let's talk about all the ones that beat their wives because there's more than just Ray Rice. Oh, let's. You want to talk about that's the problem. It's like what about the guy that had the pit bull fighting? Oh, Michael, I hate that Michael guy. Vick kills dogs. <laughs> like it's an organization filled guy. with fucking criminals, retarded people with brain damage, blown off hands with fireworks, and they all get millions of dollars. <laughs> and they have the audacity because another millionaire who's in the White House told got mad at those millionaires. They're gonna react like children. Hey, I'll tell you what to do. Everyone one of those motherfuckers that was taking a knee instead of doing that what they should have done was donated their, that entire game's paycheck to every one of them should have donated that entire game's paycheck to some sort of inner city youth fund that were, were, would really help black people but none of them did that all they did was virtue signal and make this big fucking stink and I hate hypocrites and I hate people that don't do shit I hate people that now they care because they just want to be mad at Trump Dutch do you know that the cast of Star Trek Discovery the new Star Trek show took a knee and posted on Instagram they're not even even a sports team. They don't even have a national anthem. So that's my point. It's a bunch of virtue signaling fucking assholes. That uh, then... It is become like the flavor of the week kind of thing, huh? Right. So that's my point. It's phony. It's fucking phony. Dude. I have a I'm... question. Yes, Sherry. How do you really feel? Well, I guess my my, my feeling is that I'm, Good question, I'm, Sherry. I'm a team Jacob guy and no one's going to change me on that fact. And I don't care how long 
Twilight's been out. I'm gonna. I'm I was gonna, gonna stick. say that's a little dated. No, I don't care. <laughs> you rewatch it on TV recently? Do I rewatch it on TV? No, but you know what we did, <gasps> guys. Guess what? Chicken butt. Can we wait till after the break? No, it'll be really quick, super quick. I don't even need four minutes for this story. So guess what? Royce let me watch on Friday. Fuck. Not only did he drink white wine while I drank my red wine, he did not change the channel. What the fuck? Just throw him under the bus. He did not change the channel on me while I watched four episodes of the first season of Gilmore Girls on Netflix. And he drank wine with me while I watched it. I'm going to point something out. That show is the yeah. that that show is one of the worst shows that's ever been on it, TV. It's, it's hot garbage. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hot garbage. I was sitting there drinking wine. And I, she makes it seem like I was sitting there going, "Oh my god, it's so great!" No, in my <laughs> mind, you were. Like I, was drink, I was drinking wine and going through my phone and talking to people while she was watching. And I go, "No, you." We were drinking wine together. Gilmore Girls was on the TV. And all it I would look up, and I was like, "Number one, how many pages are the scripts? Five hundred pages? Because they yes. talk so fast. The scripts were twice as long as normal <laughs> TV episodes were." And Marie pointed something out. They're always eating. They're, that was the one thing that drove me nuts. Were you watching it as a 32-year-old and not a 16-year-old? I was like, oh, my God. Every scene, they just go from the coffee house to eating something in the back of the kitchen at the inn to eating something at their parents' house. And it's never healthy food. It's always chili cheese fries and burgers and desserts and coffees and everything. I'm like, and these skinny-ass bitches probably weigh 100 pounds wet. So where are they packing all this food that they keep eating? I couldn't handle it. I was like, they're Just, uh, they're they're constantly eating and so talking wait, and talking and eating. Four episodes of this. Like, what I, made you want to keep watching it? Well, I love Gilmore Girls. Don't even get me started right. on how much Sorry. I love them. Sorry. It's like chicken soup for the teenage soul, but in TV format for me. <laughs> That's what I watched when I was in high school with my girlfriends. And okay. so uh, it, they put up the episode, the old episodes on Netflix. So I started going through it and Royce did, wasn't paying attention. He was just on Facebook. So I just like kept running with them. And then I was like, is it okay that I'm still watching this? By the way, like, yeah, ep- I'm not paying episode attention. one and I never have even seen it. And she was watching like season three and I look at the guy behind well, the season ca- one, whatever season one, but episode, ep- episode three. three and I look at the guy and I've never seen the show and they probably had a fucking hum- and I never saw a show before this a humongous arc about this and I go let me guess she ends up with the with the the guy behind the fucking counter with the heart of gold at the end right that's yeah. what happened he, na- he nailed because the whole Luke it thing was, right it was, away it was such a fucking typical he nailed WB. the Luke and Lorelai arc like you know you know when you watch a show and you can immediately go okay this is what's gonna happen this is gonna happen and at the right, end this right. is gonna, it, it was such a pain. I do I drive Kelsey nuts with that all the it time it was such a paint by numbers well you know what I was surprised at is that Royce didn't realize that Melissa McCarthy came from Gilmore Girls yeah she was in it apparently I don't even know the show I never watched the show why would I know well it was an amazing pivotal episode or see or just series in that time frame and she was the most amazing cook ever and was super bubbly and funny and amazing and i don't know how you missed that that's where she came from i disagree you said amazing three times amazing it was amazing it was amazing a little too amazing i think i've seen two half episodes but there were different episodes, but I only saw like half of them. They're all the same. And you know what? I didn't basically, w- I've seen one episode. I didn't watch Dawson's <laughs> and Creek. That's what, I, that's what I figured. It's all the same. I didn't watch Dawson's Creek or Grey's Anatomy or uh, Ally McBeal I or any of those Dawson's shows. Creek, I never watched any I of those shows. So I watched oh, Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls talk. was my thing. You guys all have your thing. You leave my thing alone. Okay. It's 
my thing. That's your wrestling. It was really bad. That is my wrestling. <laughs> it was really bad. It was I, very satisfying to watch. Is Gilmore Ghoul... Uh, Gilmore Ghoul. Ghoul. You got it right. You got it right the first time. Ghoul. Gilmore Ghoul. It's a write-off. It's Stephen King. If he got a hold of the script of Gilmore Girls, <laughs> he had Gilmore Ghouls. But but is that a Save reboot that of an old clip. show? Is like, did that used to be Gilmore Girls, like in the seventies or fifties or whatever? Or I have not? no idea. You're if... thinking of you're thinking of uh, Golden Girls. I I might be because I always assumed Gilmore Girls. I'm like, oh, isn't that a really old show that used to be? No, no, no. You're thinking of Golden okay. Girls. No, that's a completely different thing. That's Ruth Golden Buzzy Girls. And... Yeah, Golden Girls are four old grandma ladies that live in Florida together. Gilmore Girls is a girl got pregnant at sixteen, had a kid, and didn't get married. And her parents are super fucking wealthy from Connecticut, so she's torn between her rich hoity lifestyle and making it on her own with her best friend. That's also her daughter. I hate her. <laughs> Hey, you. Yes, you guessed 10,542. Change your username. And while you're in a more like radio live page listening to fine quality programming, notice the banner ad just slightly above the chat room. It's a link to something you want in Amazon. Click it. It's probably reminding you to order something you need from Amazon.com. Don't leave MLR and type the URL like a sucker. Just click the link and it'll open in a new window. This way you can buy your shit and continue listening to the show. Now, change your username. It's right there on the right, stupid. Oh, and remember Bionic Man? Oh, I remember. I loved Bionic Man. Remember Chewbacca again? Oh, I love to remember Chewbacca. Hey, hey, remember when there weren't so many Mexicans? Oh, I remember. Wait, what? Yeah, remember when marriage was just between a man and a woman? I remember. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember that. Wait. Remember feeling safe? Remember, no, I say, remember Reagan? What the fuck's going on with these member berries? Second hour. DNR here on morelikeradio.com. Morelikeradio.com slash live. YouTube.com slash morelikeradio. Um, any podcasting device, just search either morelikeradio or Dutch and Royce. You'll find us there. Have you guys seen that thing that happened uh, recently with the or recently this morning. Basically, Adidas was paying college players to go to schools that are sponsored by Adidas. What? So then they can sign them when they go to the pros. Really? Matt, uh, here we go. New York City. One of the biggest crackdowns on corrupting and roll money in college basketball. Ten men, including top Adidas executives and four assistant coaches were charged Tuesday for using hundreds of thousands of dollars to bribe and influence star athletes' choice of schools, shoe sponsors, agents, and even tailors. But you know what the funny so, part is? Nothing's going to happen to Adidas. The athletes will get in trouble, but nothing will happen to Adidas. Well, they well, dude, when the FBI... Here's the thing. is if You, you never want to have anybody wearing a, bla- uh, a windbreaker coming to your house because it fair. always is bad. Because only FBI or CIA, they always wear windbreakers, and I don't know why. It's a very windy job. I guess. 
But yeah, dude, when they crack down on on that, when the FBI is getting involved, that means some dirty shit was happening. Which yeah. I guess isn't surprising. We all know, you know, collegiate sports. But your beloved uh, Miami Hurricanes are one of the schools listed in this. So, Uh oh. Yeah, they always hey. do shady sh- shady stuff at UM. Yeah. Them, uh, University of, let's see, Oklahoma State, um, Louisville. By the way, it's fucking retarded. Pay the athletes already. This is fucking retarded. Yeah, I know. Stop it. It is. Stop it. Like, but either. Like, no, 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 no. Now, now a, that they've shown, app. now that they've shown that, that CTE is real and shit, like, if people, now, pay them, dude. Like, the, you hurt, you're, you're telling them to get fucking headshots for four years. Pay them. Maybe not just pay them, but just allow them to accept money. Yeah, or allow them to pay, get, get sponsorships. If you're good, people like Adidas or Under Armour or Nike will come, and they'll pay you to go to the school that, you know, and the highest bidder wins. Espe- like, just do that. When, when you have a school like Notre Dame, which has a contract with NBC in the billions of dollars, oh, yeah. like, like, and then you're going to tell me that the kids, if somebody buys them fucking lunch. Why don't they just give the hunchback of Notre Dame the Adidas? No, he's dead. Oh. It's a really sad story. Oh. After the end of the movie, Esmeralda killed him with a karate kick out the fucking window. <laughs> it's true. We look it up. I don't remember that part. They didn't they don't tell you that in the real news. Hmm. Disney's fake news now? Yeah, Disney's fake news. Got it. And the real thing of the hunchback raped Esmeralda while he was dinging the bell. That's true. I may I'm not making this up. I'm making it up, but I'm not making it up. <laughs> Speaking no, of um, of FBI getting involved and getting arrested by windbreakers, uh, did you guys see that that whole thing about Craig Carton? No. Says we're you know we're radio people. Who's so, Craig Carton? Oh, oh yes, I did. Now I remember. Craig Carton yep. uh, does does a morning show on the biggest um, uh, sports radio thing in in New York City, uh, WFAN, the biggest sports station. With uh, he does a show with Boomer Esiason, who used to be a Did quarterback. Used to do it. Where show. are my cat videos? But no, hold. This is about conspiracy about, and getting arrested. This isn't sports, just sports. But the fact okay. is, he does a sports talk radio show. He's a radio host, uh-huh. and he got uh, arrested by windbreakers in an, in an elaborate uh, ticket Ponzi scheme. Apparently, what he did was is he <clears throat> he he had him and this other guy like had this. You know, access to all these free tickets to concerts and sporting events because that's what you get when you're in the radio industry. Right. And so he was doing this like elaborate, like, "Hey, you invest, I'll get more tickets." You know, and it just it became like this big thing. And apparently, he had like a five million dollar gambling debt to like various casinos in Atlantic City. Oh yeah, well you have a gambling problem <laughs> for the Simpsons fans out there. Go on. Oh boy. So, so, yeah, dude, like, that's another thing. Like, I, I don't think anybody, I mean, Marie, I know you kind of work in corporate America a little bit. Like, sure is there anything, do. Is there anything that you do with your, with what you do for a living that, that could be skin, like, where you could get arrested by a windbreaker? Okay. I may, I don't think are we talking about a, this, right? Are we talking about a jacket? Yes, about the windbreakers. You know what a windbreaker is? A jacket? The guys, the guys who wear the windbreakers that say FBI on the back. Okay. When they show up, and that's bad. So you're saying, is there anything I can do at my job that would get me arrested by the FBI? Right. 
Is there any like? Do you have any like a win? Because I, I can't think of yeah. anything with my line of work or anything Absol- that had absolutely to do with the FBI. Really? I mean, we don't do any of this. But if I Obviously wanted to, not. if I wanted to be shady, I would try to figure out ways to store credit card information. Yeah, it's a good point. I guess you could. Huh? I have I to deal with. I have to deal like, with making sure that we're. Work? We're in PII compliance all the time. Like half of being a website that has an e-commerce form, you have to be PII compliant. So you have to make sure that everything's super secure and that you don't have any credit cards or personal data stored in which way, shape, or form. So even if I stored like names, addresses, and phone numbers and stuff, I'd probably get in trouble if I started using it for things other than what the business is using it for. Okay. Because I was going to say like when you see these white collar crimes, like in quotes, like with just elaborate, you know, things that the FBI would investigate. Like that that's a world I can't get in. I, I can't even There's probably know where a lot of uh, there's probably a lot of charities that the corporate uh, companies are involved with that you could be funneling money either through yeah. or hey, out hey, of. Dutch, as a kid you never copied a, a VCR a cassette tape? That uh, with the FBI warning, the, the FBI—they right. always had the warning. No, like seriously, we like we're joking around. But if the FBI wanted to for torning stuff, they could kick your door down. They don't—they don't, but they could. Yeah, technically, they, they could. I mean, you're just not creative enough. I could think of a, a ton of things that you could do. That yeah, I could be in my Uber Ubering around and selling crack. I mean, you know, well, like, yeah. Okay, aside from the obvious, I'm talking about like when the FBI. Not talking about like yeah, selling crack. That's local police shit. I'm talking about like not if it's a lot up, of crap. Have... Not if it's a lot of crack. Okay, well, whatever. Our virtual data storage and servers that aren't in the U.S. and then it's an international issue. I don't know. Yeah, Dutch, you're a DJ. What if you would do a DJ for like a Russian crime syndicate and you overhear something and then the FBI questions you? Eh, not like that. Yeah, you do a lot of bar mitzvahs. What? They're Russian. Um, I haven't done too many. Ro- I did do a dual Mexican um, wedding once. Oh, well, that ice might come up, but you'll be fine. No, it was just. Uh, did I ever tell the story? Wait, a Mexican wedding where they had a duel, like to the death? No, 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 no. Okay, so the guy's side of the family were straight out of Mexico, and her side of the family was from New Mexico, but they all came to Colorado for the wedding because that's where the couple lived. There's a New did Mexico? I guys, did I tell you guys this story? Obviously not. Okay, okay. I actually kind of want to get you uh, your uh, opinion on this, as far as you know the way Hispanics uh, operate. So Cubans are not Mexicans. I'm, I'm just saying. I didn't say that. I said Hispanics. Are you oh. not Hispanic? Should I say Latin? What I, makes well, you feel more no, Mexican, that's worse. Max, Mexicans are Latin and Cubans are Hispanic. There's a difference. <laughs> okay, so I just hold on. I just want to stop everything that's going on in the chat. I had to because I did this because I said Gilmore Ghoul, so hey, I had to make go. a Photoshop. <laughs> I could not not do it. I just I love it. Hey, that was fast. Did, did you Good post job, it on post it on Imager Mitch, please? Gilmore Ghouls. <laughs> I like it. Oh, that's great. I love that we're doing a show and this is what Mitch does. If you're out, I could on not do it because road. it was stuck in my head. Well, of course. You you botched it bad and that's good. I you're like that. a you're a dead guy and so cold. All you gotta <laughs> do is eat some flesh, and I'll be there. Eating you're singing more the flesh. Yeah, even my buddy Joy Lorenzo goes, "You should watch. You should seriously watch Gilmore Girls." And like, not even joking. I'm like, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not watching <laughs> it, Joey. Yeah. He's such a hater, but he just doesn't get all the references. 
<laughs> Joe that's, that's, no. watches Gilmore Girls? Royce's hatred of Gilmore Girls is, to me, I've already classified it as the same reason why he doesn't like Monty Python and the Flying Circus. You just don't get it because they talk too fast and make intelligent jokes that are things that you don't know about. I don't. I don't are you retarded? No, I'm very. I get. I get the jokes. Uh, no, I you don't get it. Couple one. things. Gilmore Girls. I watched four episodes. There wasn't one intelligent joke. There were there a, was lot a lot of, references. of banter and eating pizza. There was a lot of banter, but they do throw in some terrible. some references that are pretty it was good. Terrible day. I dare I say faggotry yeah. that was on the TV. Oh, oh. I don't agree. Yeah, with that's a hard that one. I don't agree with that one bit. I think it's a great show. What were we talking about? Gilmore Ghouls. No. It, what were we talking about? Like I Gilmore was Girls tell taking you guys a knee. The FBI or your Mexican dual story? Oh, right, right, right. Okay. So, so I do this wedding and it's, you know, I get sent a shitload of Hispanic music that they want to be played during the music. They had a full mariachi band playing. Yes, I didn't really have know? to do a ton of work, but they had a mariachi band playing the cocktail hour and during dinner for at least the first 45 minutes. Better. So the room, so it was just you know straight out of out of Hispanic Compton, straight out of Hispanic Compton. Yes, and so we get to the point where I look at my list and we have like a timeline of okay, there's certain you know people who want to do toast. So the best man, Luis, who I accidentally called him Louis. No. I know it was a bad idea, but he was the dad of the of the groom, and then uh, the best friend who was the, the maid of honor for the bride, or whatever. They were the only ones scheduled to do speeches or toasts, you know. So I run around with my wireless mic, and you know, I'm like, "Hey, we're gonna start doing the toast." Um, so we're gonna do the toast. And we're gonna start out with Brenda, whatever her name is, and so she gets up, does her speech, very long. Then I go over to the dad, and he does his entire speech in Spanish because he doesn't speak English. And Espanol, por favor. And so then after he's done, I think it's just going to be done, and we can go right into the first dances and then start open dancing or whatever, you know? No. And then the mom of the of of the groom, El Madre, so Luis's, yeah, so Madre. Luis's uh, wife, you know, she wants to say something. And then somebody from the other side of the room wants to say something. And then somebody... So I'm running around back and forth. It became a dick measure because what I found out later from one of the wait staff who spoke Spanish who told me that the mother of the groom was telling anybody who would listen that that woman wasn't good enough to marry my son. Oof. So that was going on. And And then I figured out that her side of him was sat on one side of the room, and his side of him was sat on the other side of the room. And they both, during the whole toast thing, I'm telling you, it went back and forth like 15 times, where they were all, my son is the greatest thing ever, you know, or, you know, uh, uh, we'll just call it Jane and John. John is the greatest person ever. And then, the, you know, Jane's side of him, he wants to say how great she is. And then that, it became a back and forth till way later in the night, one of John, the the bride or the bride, the groom, his best friend was white. He didn't know anything about what you know the family dynamics of Hispanic people. He got drunk and found out that John's mom was talking shit, and then went to confront her. Oh boy! And this is all happening in front of me. And then 
he's getting yelled at by the bride, and she's saying, why'd you say anything? He's like, I'm defending you. It became this whole uncomfortable nonsense. And meanwhile, I'm blaring this music. Go ahead and turn it up. Oh, well, you already... Oh, no, I, I got it. Here. <laughs> I'm blaring, you know, th this Hispanic music while I'm seeing this family drama happening between two Hispanic families that clearly don't like each other. I love how I have all live. <laughs> now, how do they decide who gets the big guitar and who gets the tiny guitar? Rock, pa uh, oh, ro uh, rock paper immigration. <laughs> you almost didn't get that out. <laughs> Isn't it great that I can make all these jokes? You're allowed to, yeah. Okay, Dutch, uh, only a couple people get this, ONA fans, but doesn't the guy in the middle kind of look like Roland? Little yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, much smaller Roland. I really like mariachi bands, except for when they're hovering... Except the Mexican oh. part. Except for when they're hovering over my fried ice cream. Good point. Every time Brandon I'm in a Mexican has, restaurant... No, has the joke better. He says, rock, no papers, scissors. <laughs> That's the joke. Well done, Brandon. Good job. Oh, very funny. Anyway, Dutch, so what happened? So it basically became just this big drunken mess. There was no fist fighting, but there was a lot of like people pushing people back who wanted to fight. Is that the you know only I mean? thing that I'm saying is that esa puta is not good for well, my son. It, and it's like, no, don't turn the music up. Don't turn the music. I'm talking. That is exactly what it was. Esa mujer. She's a slut. That's what was going on the entire time. Now, like, as a Hispanic guy, like, is that typical? Yes. Is, is that typical? There was a lot of drama because I remember like when I was working at my old job, like the majority, like 75% of the guys who worked there were, were Mexican or some version of Hispanic. Um, and there was just drama all the time. We always had to hear about it. Just like, you know, oh, he doesn't like him because he used, you know, he snaked him on the microwave line or, you know, just like, like there's a lot of drama, I feel, with Hispanic people. Is that just Hispanics or is it just Mexicans? No, Hispanics in general. I mean, what I found is, you know, most Spanish guys are mama's boys. So let's start with that. And, and for every mom. Oh, the, really? The, the okay, woman, well, that the, makes sense then. The woman's never good enough, except in my exception, because I was such a fucking loser. Any, Marie was a fucking godsend. <laughs> it's like, but, oh, God. Yeah. God for this. For I am, this, uh, I am more liked. More liked <laughs> right. than me, I think. But um, they, yeah. tell, they, they pull me aside all the time and said, Thank you so much for marrying my son. Oh, my God. <laughs> can, you, can you not tell me things like that? Like, that makes you feel like shit now, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, but then I Forget leave. Forget it. Hold on. But then I leave. Is it, is it Roy Senior or is it no, his no, mom no. that says no, it? No, I'm joking. But they all—they always say, like, you know, I, I love you a bunch of times. But then I know as soon as I leave the room that I'm the one being shit-talked. <laughs> I know that for a fact. It's That's basically just it like... It seems like with Hispanic cultures, they love shit-talking. Gossip is very prevalent. If if you have Hispanic friends or family, just always be in the room. Never leave the room because that's when shit goes down on you. And also make sure you speak Spanish. Also that. That's very important because if you don't speak Spanish, they're going to talk shit. Man, Speedy Gonzalez was really racist. 
Are they making it seem like all Hispanics are drunk? Yep, all Mexican specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Or Mexicans specifically, yeah. I mean, have you tried tequila, though? So, the, the, so, okay, I love that the cat, all of them have to have sombreros so you know they're Mexican. Right. All of them. So I don't like tequila. I've never enjoyed the taste of it. But most people that say that they don't drink tequila anymore are because they had a bad experience with tequila. That yep. I don't have that experience with any other alcohol where I'm like, I just have to not drink this one. Um, well, when's the last? Mer, Mitch, did you say yup in the background? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had a bad experience with tequila. I, I'll drink a margarita now, but I'm not a fan of straight tequila anymore. Um, this was when I was 19, I believe. Yeah, I was 19 in the army. We went to Myrtle Beach, and it was like six of us. We got a hotel, and we were all drinking. Um, I decided, in my infinite youthful wisdom, that I'm going to have six shots of tequila, and then I'm going to go to immediately to bed because I'm tired. That, <laughs> you didn't throw up or anything? Oh, no, I did. That oh. didn't last very long. <laughs> that whole sleeping thing didn't last. It was like <laughs> My sleeping four minutes, was <laughs> and I shot up. I ran to the bathroom and I puked my fucking guts that, out. That tequila will give you the spins if you hit it too hit hard too quick. Yes. Yeah, that, that was not good. Marie and I bought a bottle of Patron. This is when we first started dating. And we started watching the movie Funny Farm with Chevy Chase. And we took a shot every time Chevy Chase did something stupid. We didn't realize how stupid Chevy Chase can get. <laughs> and we went through the whole bottle. I don't, I don't recall drinking straight. Anything. It was, it was straight Patron. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I know. You don't, I know you don't remember. I know you Probably don't remember. Probably because you drank so hard, but <laughs> just blacked out. I remember the bottle of Patron. I remember not liking tequila. I don't Get remember phone, Sherry. the interim. I believe you. I just don't remember. <laughs> Sherry does what the fuck she wants. <laughs> she just checks out. After I'm listening. No, I'm listening. <laughs> No, no tequila She's stories. She's waiting her turn to give her tequila stories. Sherry, you have a tequila story. I have a really bad tequila story, but was Marie finished? No. I, yeah, I'm finished. I don't really have bad tequila stories because I just never really liked the taste of it, so I didn't experiment with it. I always liked it. And then we had a coworker who was leaving, so we threw a going away party for her at our house. And I did like a taco bar and I made like a giant like pitcher of margaritas. And I loved margaritas. And then one of my coworkers comes, comes over with an expensive bottle of tequila. And I was like, I don't do shots. She's like, oh, just one, just one. So we all take a shot of tequila with the lime and the salt. And then she's like, another. And we're like, okay, we'll do one more. And then she's like, another. And we're like, the one coworker who was leaving was like five minutes. Like, can can we just wait five minutes? So she sets a timer for five minutes, and she's like, "Tequila shots!" So we all take a tequila shots, and this kept happening. So she started setting a timer for five minutes after every shot. Oh my god! Five minutes turned into she was actually setting it for two minutes and just not telling us because okay, well, we're all this, drunk okay, and your stupid. Your friend, your friend is a drinking bully. Yes. Yes, she is. And then she drove home later. Yeah, well, she threw up first, so it's okay. 
Oh, I'll get right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember rash, uh, rationalizing that to myself when I was like 22. And, and it's okay. Well, I'm gonna be alcohols out of my system now. I'm yeah, good. I threw up some fine because it's like I saw Mythbusters drink a little bit. It's you throw it up, you can drive fine. You what know? happened to you, Sherry? I didn't get off the couch until like 4:30 the next day on that Sunday, and I had tickets for Mitch and I to go see Hunger Games. I was so excited, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go because I physically could not move. I hurt so bad. Meanwhile, I was fine because I'm like, you people are stupid. I'm sticking to beer. It took me about a year to start drinking margaritas again. I hey no, I'm yeah, that's Marie's pillow. Oh yeah. Sounds about right. I mean, I've experimented with my fair share of bad choices and alcohol, but tequila was never my fave. My go-to is uh, rum. Yes. I love rum. In in my younger years, it was vodka, and now it's rum. I like. Rum. I don't like vodka. Vodka is the one you were, you were asking earlier. What um, the one you don't really like or can't drink. Well, actually, no. Hold on. Number one on that list would be anything peppermint schnapps related. No. Like Rumpelmints or whatever. Yep. Goldschlager. Goldschlager. Go, you can go fuck your mother with that. Uh, I don't no. like Goldschlager either. I think it's gross. God, I remember. I think one party. shot's okay, but. No, it's not. I was at a party in college. Gross. And it was one of those, you know, you think you're drinking orange juice, but it's actually grapefruit juice kind of things. I thought I was taking a shot of like either. Um, Tequila or vodka or something clear. Oh. I didn't realize it was it was rumple mints or whatever. Yes. And when you do that, it, and it just, it, it, ugh, ugh. threw up everywhere. Yuck. That's one of the few times I threw up before I got to the toilet. Because I'm usually pretty good at like knowing, oh shit, I'm gonna throw up here soon. Let me go to the toilet. Let me post up. Let me get settled. But that was one of the ones where it hit me so fast that you're you're throwing up in your mouth and you're like chipmunking it, where you have to like. Yep. Your There's two. I I won't go near a brand of vodka anymore. I can't touch Smirnoff, specifically Smirnoff Raz and Smirnoff Sour Apple. What happened? Just drank way too much of it in college. Those were like the was, go-to college yeah, the go-tos, ones, yeah. because they were fruity and you could mix it with whatever you had on hand. And it would just be several nights of going through an entire bottle in an evening. And just I, I don't even want to think about them anymore. Oh, but, I loved UV lemonade and Sprite. Okay, I can see that. UV. Oh, wait, no. Wasn't that like our, our pre-mixed um, drink type of thing? No. No, it was like UV blue. It was just another flavor of UV vodka. Right, but my point is that it's only like 16% alcohol. But I would drink, like, most of the bottles myself and get insane gut rot. And also, it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it is gross. Anything is disgusting. That's really gross. What was your cheap alcohol in, uh, uh, in college, Royce? Or college years? Uh, man, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sound like a faggot, but in a pinch, I would drink, I would drink Smirnoff Ice. Really? Yeah. That was your go-to in college? Not a go. You said cheap. You said cheap. I didn't say go-to. Yeah, well, yeah, cheap go-to. Whatever. 
Yeah, no, my go-to. Oh no, my I don't. I wasn't ever really a, a big drinker, but when I when I when I would drink, I would always go vodka, and uh, like vodka tonic was usually always my go-to. I, With it, my college, I went to a Christian college, and there was only a few people who were going to class who were over the age of twenty-one, and those guys were like, they were drug dealers, basically. They would upcharge everything because of they could course. because there's only like three of them on campus. Um, so we would always, even though we would request something different, we would always get a 30 rack of Keystone Light and a, and a massive like two liter of McCormick's vodka every time. Even though we requested other things, that's what we would get. And we're like, all right, whatever. <laughs> it's, it's booze. I guess they just had a system. Yeah. It was, God, sure worked out very well for him. I bought Keystone Light like a few months ago, just going like as a reminiscent of like, oh, I used to drink this in college. I got a thirty rack of it, and I had the first. That's one. all I was they like, sell it in. That's the This is swill. Like yeah, this is awful, and I'm stuck with this beer for the next month and a half. I know a lot of bar parties <laughs> I went to would have kegs of that sh natty ice. Oh yeah, natty, oh, natty light, too, natty yeah. light. Oh in my! The, in the army, the God. In the army, before you got more money and you can afford Bud Light, it was all Natty Ice. Or Miller High Life. Did you guys know that, like, okay, so, like, Keystone, Miller High Life, whatever. Do you guys know that those beers are just when, okay, so with these big breweries, they'll brew a shitload of, let's say it's a, just Budweiser. So they'll just brew a shitload of Budweiser in the cans and the bottles, blah, 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 blah. And then they'll be like, okay, we've done enough for this period of time whether you know six months however long we need to shift to bud light so instead of cleaning the pipes out with water they clean the pipes out with the next beer that they're brewing and what comes out of that is high life or keystone light it's basically they they'll brew a batch of them clearing the pipe. Did you guys know this? No, I've no. never heard of this. It's it's them basically clearing all the pipes out and they to to not waste any of that valuable beer that's still in the liquid lines and everything. Like that, they basically do a full day of brewing. That's why you when you get like Keystone or Miller High Life, it never tastes the same every single time you get it. And then sometimes you get it, it tastes exactly like, you know, Miller Light or whatever. It's basically when they do the changeover process, instead of wasting the liquids in the lines, they'll do a quick, like, flush out, and that's how they make those beers. That's funny. <laughs> Isn't that great? So and that's why they sell it so cheap. That's Miller High Life, you said? And yeah, Keystone? Miller High Life. I think Keystone is not, man, maybe not Keystone so much. High Life, I know for sure. It, it's the changeover in between the two. Weird. How is Miller... High life made. Now I want to see At least that's what I was told. Now here, here's the thing: is I probably was told some bogus stuff, and I've just been, you know, portraying this information out. I can't for the find better part any of a decade. I can't find any and I just information. Keep, I just, huh? I can't find any information that says that. Well, what is it about Miller High Life that makes it two dollars cheaper? Um, well, see, I don't know because I've been brewing beer. I don't know the validity of what Dutch is saying, but what could happen, this is very possible, is once you brew your your grains and everything like that, 
there's still a little bit of residual sugars and whatever, that type of stuff in the grains. So they could just put all of the spent grains in a bigger bin, run another batch of water through and pull out whatever they can. And that could be the, the cheap beers. It could be like something said, like that. I don't know if what I'm saying is valid. This is just something I was right. told years and, I don't know and years ago, and I'm just right. keep pushing it forward, but it makes sense to me, so that's why I keep pushing this rumor forward. I really doubt that's <laughs> true. I, mean, I think it is. I'm on the Miller High Life website right now, and they're promising me it's a champagne of beers. Yeah, since 1903. <laughs> to be fair, well, yeah, I, because you could be getting more expensive beer than what is actually in there. To be fair. I found the commercial terrible. from 1985. Hold on. They don't kneel. They don't kneel. And Miller High Life people don't kneel. No, they don't. Where pride is worth a whole lot more than money can buy. When people care about their families. Oh my God! Remember, remember ads that had songs written for that. I love to remember ad. Remember the Sizzler ad that we. Oh my God! That's all I'm thinking about right now is how much I want to watch the Sizzler ad again. Because this isn't as terrible as the Sizzler ad. Miller contains no additives, no preservatives. Miller beer. Purity you can see, quality you can taste. Miller's made the American way. You don't need preservatives. It's already the American fermented. way is changeover from one beer to the next. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I can't find any information to say that what you're saying is true. Uh, no, well, I'm just, like I said, I'm just telling I'll do you. some research into it. They're, I'm just telling you what I was told years ago, and it could be false. They want know. you to use a hashtag, I am rich, to talk about the champagne of beers. Thank you for You're the welcome. Sizzler. You're welcome. Here we go. I think that we all could enjoy this it's again. It's been a while. I had the Sizzler button. On my, it's on my other computer, though. Remind me how long this is. Four minutes. And 41 <laughs> seconds. It's a four, almost a five-minute for Sizzler. This is the best thing that was ever made. Did this house. get an awesome? Hey guys, I'm gonna ask everyone to stand for this, please. Do you think that the director he gotted when he made this commercial? Do you think he got an Oscar and Emmy a Tony? Yes. And he thought he was going to get one when he made this. <laughs> the non sequiturs between America and then Sizzler. More? How, how much cocaine did the people that made this commercial do? Because they had to have been—they had to have been doing a lot of cocaine to think that this was good. More and more, both parents are working. There are three intermissions to this song, by the way. That's for for a, an overlay. By the way, did you see that the Zach Morris phone? But I mean, they I mean, they went all across America to get stock footage of people doing people things, and then and just spliced the it with hamburgers from Sizzler. 
quality. I can't get over this thing. Well, hold on. Was this an actual ad that ran on TV? What was the name of this video? Uh, uh, it's just, it's called Sizzler Promotional Video from 1991. Maybe this is like the thing that they sent. Stock to... investors, maybe investors. Right, or, or or maybe even like CBS, ABC, or like, franchises. Hey, buy ads, franchisees. This is the type of ads we want to do. No, no, or franchises. Maybe that's to sell franchises. They go franchise ad. There you go. They want a franchise. Licking her teeth. Licking her teeth. That was so uncomfortable. She had too much lipstick, and I just, I know that she just got red lipstick on her teeth for doing that. Was that couple drinking wine? Were they toasting a wine glass? Yeah, you drink wine at Sizzler? No. It's a choice of America. You know, we do have a Sizzler down the road from us. I've always wanted to organize some a full choir to come in and sing this inside the Sizzler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a fucking flash mob. Why are they kissing? Oh, they're out now. Sort of. Here's the overlay vocals part two. Because the first one listen was, to the sax, the by the way, listen to the saxophone. Backed with a new kind of courteous, friendly service. Sizzler introduces a new kind of dining Nothing with two completely different dining experiences in one restaurant: the grill, with a variety of distinctive platters served at your table, and the buffet court, a whole experience on its own, where you create delicious combinations just the way you want them. It's a restaurant within a restaurant with all the value. No, it's just a restaurant. Why is it a restaurant within a restaurant? It's just a restaurant. <laughs> Do you know how many restaurants have had Look at all these haircuts. Ruby Tuesdays does the same thing. The funny, exactly. The funny thing is, if you think about it, every single person in this video is now collecting social security. Not that dog. Wow. Was that sweat she was shaking off of her head? Yes. Uh, okay. Why does anyone bother to sell a slice of watermelon as cuisine in a restaurant? Like, you just what, fucking what, cut fruit. You didn't why do they anything. A, a guy who's wearing clearly a sailor outfit from the 1940s. You, you don't like America? You don't like America, dude? That guy was wearing something from World War One, <laughs> and they were selling that. As in, this is America, peeps. You know what? We almost missed my favorite part. Oh, yeah. Don't cut it off. Go back to the sailor. No, no, no. Don't cut it off. Hold on, I will. The end is important. I will. I will. Sizzler. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Dutch. Now I will go back to the sailor for you. No, you don't have to. No, I'm, I'm satisfied. That's good. There you go. There's your sailor. Fucking, he's dressed like Donald Duck. Look at what he's. Like Donald Duck, Popeye. (laughs) That has to be. That's a caricature of what Navy uniforms are, aren't they? Insulting. That's not. Yeah, it can't be real. This was a startup marketing company who really wanted to make a splash and have a good, like, reel and show other companies, hey, look how far balls out we went for something like the fucking Sizzler. We got a choir. We have every shot you could. This was their first company that they did work for. Oh, yeah. Balls to the wall. It's ridiculous. It's, it's absurd. Can we go back to the ending? I want to hear the ending one more time because I had the button, but I like hearing it from you. Sizzler. 
It's so good. I, I, it's so good. Oh, this is why. Added the Do you guys have any cabin. Sizzlers near you? Sizzler. Do you? like? Sizz- can you think of one no, close by? I don't know what that even is. So I put in our Sizzler in our chat room. We do have one just down the road. Oh, Yelp reviews. Okay. I don't know if there. It has two and a half stars out of fifty-two reviews, which is terrible because it's right outside Disney. So only Can we read some of their people. reviews. Um, someone gave it a four star. Growing up in Los Angeles, it was a treat to head to a Sizzler restaurant at the end of the day and enjoy all-you-can-eat salad bars. Since moving to Florida, I've been able to only have Sizzler in Orlando since it's nowhere near Miami. And met Sizzler. all this person's expectations. They're from Hialeah. Oh God, there's no the food there is terrible anyway. Uh, My closest Sizzler is in Nebraska. Uh, here's a one star review: worst food ever. I had stomach <laughs> pain. Horrible quality. No many items in the buffet. Ice cream machine out of service. Forty two dollars for two buffet and a steak so small that you would think you would pick it up from a kids menu. Server was good. Juan or Julio. What a racist. (laughs) Sizzler. (laughs) Here's another one-star review. As far as buffets go, save the $14 per person. The food was very limited, and while it was fresh and our waitress was friendly, the value just isn't there. The dessert area was very obviously store-bought items. The taco shells were stale. I will say, however, they maintained the food area well. They... There was always an employee cleaning and stocking. The Gordon Golden Corral was a much better place and cheaper. Sizzler. <laughs> Someone that gave a three-star review. You get what you pay for. It was inexpensive. The eggs were a bit watery, but my family ate well at their all-you-can-eat breakfast buffet. Price does not include drinks. Sizzler. <laughs> yeah. Look, we're doing free live reads for Sizzler. Oh, I found the button. Oh, you did? Go ahead. Oh, that's not it. Hold on. Sizzler. That's <laughs> uh, like wider. Yes, but you have it. Anyway, go ahead, Murray. Is there any more? I mean, there's a ton Just of Just read one more one star. One more, please. One more one star? Okay. Um, from Cal in Rhode Island. Cal? Cal? Was excited to be able to try a Sizzler as we don't have them where I'm from. Unfortunately, the list of negatives far outweigh the positives. I ordered the steak and lobster meal with the steak cooked. Why steak- would you order Why lobster Why is everyone and ordering the steak and lobster? Stop doing that. Stupid. Serve uh, a turf, babe. Uh, with, with the steak cooked medium rare. Unfortunately, it took three tries to get my steak cooked to the correct temperature. That's because you're at a Sizzler. The lobster also tasted as if it was sitting uh, for a while before it was served to me. My father ordered the Sizzler sirloin combo, and he didn't even get his meal until after they brought back my steak the second time. My brother's first steak was also overcooked, was excited to be able to try this popular chain, but unfortunately left with a bad taste in my mouth. Oh. Sizzler. <laughs> Funny every time. <laughs> it's, it's really good. And, and so we should try out the Sizzler? I think we should. Any five stars? There has to be. Yeah, there was a five star. Give me the five star. Um, Marilyn from Cor- Coral Gate, Miami. I visited a Sizzler restaurant last week, and it brought back lots of family memories. This restaurant is absolutely wonderful. I loved it so much, I went two days in a row. 
very courteous waiters, and they're very attentive. Love the salad bar, sirloin, steak, and baked potato. Everything was on point. The restaurant is very clean, too. Very economical. Sizzler. Um, so it's a sit down. I thought it was a buffet. It's well, both. It's, both. it's, two, it's restaurants two restaurants in one. one. Were you not paying two attention? Two restaurants in one. I'm uh, a doofus. Dutch, I'm sorry. Dutch, I'm sorry, but do we have to play this video all over again? <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> then we're just phoning it in for you. <laughs> I'm not going to. But I will if you don't fucking pay attention next time. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. All right. Well, we can move on. Yes. Sizzler. Um, <laughs> what do we have for the last 10 minutes? Anything well, fun? Uh, let me see. Do we have anything that's going to be fun? Oh, by the way, yes. I I have been obsessed with that uh, the room, the book about the room. Yes. Yeah, I know. Uh, Bisexual Ian just sent me the audio book. I'm going to start listening to it. Oh, okay. Well, I have. I, I found a, an illegal streaming thing. So did I. Or legal. That's what Sorry. he sent. That's what he sent me. Okay, uh, I'm a, I'm fascinated with that entire yeah, world. Yeah, Mark narrates now. it, right? Yep, it's it's oh, hi, well, Mark. Mark. Well, his name's Greg, but the, the oh, guy hi, Greg. Mark. Have you listened to any of it? No. no, no, no. He literally just sent it to me today. It's it's he he does a good job with kind of going back and forth like every other. So he'll he'll start out like you know, talking about the first day of production and then he'll go back to the first time that he, he met with Tommy and then he'll go back to day two of the production and then he'll go back to like when he started acting and like it, it, it's it's a good little mix. Apparently, it, um, from what uh, our pal bisexual Ian was saying, because he listened to the whole thing, was that the ending of the room actually was supposed to result in after Tommy kills himself to come back from the dead as an actual vampire like the whole vampire thing that we were t reading about last mm -hmm. week was based in something, not just made up. And well, spoiler alert for the book: I haven't read that far. Well, I mean, they talk about vampires a lot, so it's based in something. I won't say what or why or how, but this is stupid. We just kind of said what. No, or there's why or more. How, there's a lot more to it. I really didn't spoil all of it. I cannot wait to see the disaster artist. I am so I, excited for it dude. To come have up. you? When we played that um, that trailer last week. Uh, the disaster artist. We didn't see the ending part where did you, did you guys see the trailer part where there were like that whole scene of I did not hit her. It's bullshit. I did yeah. not. Oh hi Mark. Yeah. Did you guys see that whole part? Yeah. Uh, I'm confused. We didn't play on the show. I'm confused what you're talking about. I feel like I saw it, but now I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so the trailer we played last week. I, I feel like we cut it short because at the end of the thing, it was like a little like uh, gem from the movie of them showing Tommy Wiseau having to basically do that scene 45 different times. Did we play that part in the show or not? Uh, maybe, no. we, maybe we didn't. But let me see if I can. I'm going to see if I can find it. Hold on. Just give me a second. Yeah, yeah. Just pull up. the. Uh, I think it's trailer two of, uh, of the room. And action. Here we go. What line? What is line? I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Okay. <laughs> Action. What is line? Oh, no. Oh, no. Take 13. Action. 
I did not hit her. I. Okay, okay, wine. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Take 67. Action. I hit her. No. <laughs> Damn, the line. doing great, man. We'll get there. Action. 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 You have to say it loud. I can't hear it in here. Say action so I can hear her. Okay. Action. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> they were pre now I get it now I get the he did so many terrible takes if he even said the line right that was it just keep that in that's the that's the one why. that's yes, why the movie was so bad I was gonna say like because they had that in the and the original at least I thought it was a trailer we play maybe we played a shortened version of it last week but yeah I, don't think yeah, I didn't know if you guys that. saw that it was fucking no I that did not. made me laugh hard I did not hit her. Well, hi, Mark. It makes all the sense in the world now. He couldn't get his lines. Take 67. That's too many takes. <laughs> Can you imagine? I think I've only Ugh. watched the movie three times in real life, and I know the line. <laughs> but then again, we play the clip all the time. No, so. I'm telling you, uh, I've been, well, I'm not reading the book, but listening to the audiobook. It's brilliant. Oh, I have to hear it now. I'm very I'm excited. I'm so excited. All right, let's stop I mean, listening he, to he's, music. He's kind of a slow reader, but it didn't matter. Like it, it just just hearing all this nonsense about this guy. And I can't how wait to see this movie. He's so he, he's he's autistic, but he's not. Like we can't. I can't figure out like how is he that rich? Like how did he? I don't know. His biceps. I think those have something he to did, do with he it. He did have nice arms. Oh, hi, Mark. 67 takes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just for that. For that dumb line. I wish we knew he was that more as stupid as he was when we interviewed him. And we knew he was stupid, but I don't think we, he was we, that stupid. We kind of knew what we were walking into when he gave the answers to the questions ahead of time. No, it... it. <laughs> you just kept hanging up on him. <laughs> I did not gang up on him. I did not. It's not true. <laughs> it's oh, hi, bullshit. Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Tommy. Apparently, our phone cut out. Sorry, Tommy. It, what were you saying? No, what's great is that, like, this guy, like, labels all of his, um, his chapter titles with just phrases from Tommy. And the first one is, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> of course it is. Why would it be named anything different? Yeah, he's got a good, she's got a good point. But no, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a very, it's well written. I know that he had a, he had a ghostwriter basically, but it, it, it really does take you kind of inside, especially with such a weird phenomenon that 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 this movie kind of created. So I'm only halfway through it. So it's time to wrap up, though. It is uh, Mitchell. Why are you better? I am than you because Gray State is now famous. I don't know if it's my fault or not. <laughs> You're making morbid good. at the end. We were having fun. Uh, <laughs> Sherry. Get me.
skip you. Skip you? I have nothing yet. She Let was, me think. Let her think. Well, she you have to do it now. So now she's awake, so now she needs to think. Did I literally just wake you up? I took oh a 10-minute nap, maybe. Marie? That's why I'm better than you. That's No, you're not, because you're basically saying the show is so boring that you have to fall asleep. You know what? No, I hate you. I'm Marie? just old, and I woke up at 5. You're yeah. old? You're she does 27. She does wake Shut up very up. early. I'm better than you because where you lead, I will follow anywhere that you tell me to. Gilmore Girls. I, 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 I know. I know it's, what you're doing, it's, but I still it's, hate it's, it. It's the theme to Gilmore Girls. Royce. I'm better than you because. Sizzler. <laughs> I was going to do that. <laughs> Too bad. That was funny. Why are you better, Dutch? Um, he's a better looking than Sterling who's in the camera right now. Jesus. Hippo juice tomorrow. Oh, hi, doggy. You're my favorite. You're my favorite customer. You're my favorite dog who has a jacked up lower teeth set. All right, guys, we're out of here. <laughs> staring at the camera. I love it. <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow. Next week, Dutch and Royce. Bye.